I shall not go to the polls. I believe that democracy has so far disappeared in the United States that no two evils exist. There's but one evil party with two names, and it will be elected despite all I can do or say. This administration is dominated and directed by wealth and for the accumulation of wealth. It runs smoothly like a well-organized industry because industry runs it for the benefit of industry. Corporate wealth profits as never before. We turn over the national resources to private profit and have few funds left for education, health, or housing. This money comes from the very corporations which today are the government. This, in a real democracy, would be enough to turn the party responsible out of power. Yet, this we cannot do. I will be no party to it, and that will make little difference. You will bravely march to the polls, and that also will make no difference. Democracy is dead in the United States, yet there is still nothing to replace real democracy. We want to take a moment of silence for Donye Jones, who was lynched in St. Louis, Missouri, and he's one of several Ferguson activists who have been murdered. Um, definitely want to take some time after the moment of silence to get into action and lift this story as it's not being lifted. It's not being talked about to donate to his mom and support him in the ways that, and support his, his legacy and also just the people who are surviving his life afterwards. Welcome to another episode of Hood Rap to, to Head Rap. Hood Rap to Head Rap. Welcome, welcome. Rap. Welcome me, welcome you. Welcome, everybody. Who are you? My name is Ebony Donnelly, pronouns he, him. I'm from Deep East Oakland, California. If you don't know, you can't go 9800 all day. Squat up all day, nigga. What's good? You know Lake what I'm talking about? Oh, and shout out to Lakeview, RP Milan, Millie Rock, Millie World all day. And I am Erica Hart. She, they pronouns. I wish oh, I use he, him pronouns. How about you? You said he, him pronouns. I did? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it's just second nature to me because I'm so, you know, outside and decolonized from the binary that I just sometimes forget. 
What is Let me just I'm from Severn, Maryland I'm also um, quasi from Puerto Rico My family still lives there Shout out to Puerto Rico R.I.P. To the victims that Still don't get to sleep And rest in vain Because this country Doesn't want to give any money to it Even though it pillaged the country By birth control And military advances But doesn't want to give Any sort of aid And actually take care of The people of Puerto Rico So shout out to the people In Puerto Rico My family My friends I love you. Yeah. Um, but what is one what is one way that you kind of f up in the world of racial and social justice? Me? Yeah. What way I mess up? Yeah. Which way do you, like it, you say something that's not like politically correct? I hate or, the term politically. I'm correct. not. I'm just, just using that okay, as yeah. a, to ask you the question mm-hmm. before you go off All about right. how much you hate okay, politically yeah. correct. How it doesn't actually exist. And how it doesn't mean a way anything. for white people to say that they're no longer given license or sanctions to say mean, spirited, racist, and bigoted things. But we're not going to talk about that. Different podcast. Go on. Now, what you asking mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. It's sincerely arousing when you do that. Erica, what's the question? Because you said... I'm black. I can't really say Because you thought nothing. that you forgot your pronouns. Oh, yeah. So what is one way that maybe you forget or you misstep something? I'm just asking you this oh, randomly. Oh, I, I mean, if you... If, I mean, of course, I'm still very much so indoctrinated into the binary. That mm-hmm. was a comment made in jest. Um, so I said maybe say shit like you guys or something. Okay. Or, you know, maybe if I'm... You know, sometimes even talking about like historical figures, like we talk about Sartihe Bartman or something like that, mm-hmm. um, or the hot and top Venus as she is known to white folks, mm-hmm. um, or in a, in a historical record. I maybe I'll misgender her as a woman or uh, something like I don't know what her gender was. Mm-hmm. Like she ain't never told me. She didn't get a chance to tell mm-hmm. anybody anything. Mm-hmm. You know, because her life was taken from her. So I think oftentimes we attribute gender to people in history and we don't know what their right. gender was or how they identify their gender. It's not like motherfucker just became just started identifying a gender because a definition of gender is not binary came up. It's just right. that's not how it's always worked. Right. Um, re- before we had the language to describe it. So I do shit like that, you know, um, even older, you know, people on the street, femme presenting person, I'll be like, ma'am, mm. I don't know they gender. You mm. know, I do that all the time. I feel like mine comes in by way of a few things, but one definitely that's present for me is my like internalized ableism which i think mm. is by way of anti-blackness yeah. where somebody's like i feel sad my first thought is why like you have to have a reason why you feel sad mm-hmm. or else then there's no reason to be sad yeah um and okay now i know why you're sad or well now i know why well i know know why it's present or whatever mm-hmm. um or maybe i don't know and i i'm judging that yeah and then there's also the level of, okay, so why can't you just be happy? Yeah. Um, or like, just be happy or go take these XYZ actions to be happy. Yeah. And I think that is definitely by in the way of like, or or is a way that my anti-blackness shows up. Absolutely. Is that you don't get to have humanity. Yeah. You have to be less than. And I don't think that people attribute am- ableism, especially by means of, mental health to anti-blackness but it absolutely is rooted in that it's completely linked yeah and it's i mean it's connected to capitalism which is connected to anti-blackness and connected to white supremacy yeah where it's that if you're not 
if you're not good, if you're not happy, which I don't even know why we connect happiness with being productive, Mm -hmm. but we do. So it's like, you have to be happy to be productive. Then you're not going to be, you're not going to do anything. And if you don't do anything, you're useless. Yeah. So I I think I. And then how much you make is connected to your disposition or there's a presumption that if you poor, you ain't happy. Yes. And if you are, there's something wrong with you. You need to get a job. You need to go make some more money. Because you're not happy, you're going to get, become poor. Yeah, absolutely. So be happy. Like, don't be sad. Like, what do you mean you're sad? Like, and I, and I do that. I've, I've definitely do that to other people, but I absolutely 100% do that to myself. Yes. Like, yeah, I just wanted to add that. Yeah. For why a little, did we start off with that? I just had the thought because you said that and you were like, you were like, oh, I didn't say my pronouns. I'm sorry. And I just wanted to have a moment of humanity because I think sometimes people who do racial and social justice stuff work, mm-hmm. like think, or people view us, like we don't have humanity. Like we don't have moments of internalized anti-blackness or those people don't even acknowledge where their privilege lies or where their internalized anti-blackness is yeah. or where their very blatant anti-blackness is. Yeah. And I think then you come into contact with them in various spaces or maybe you just email them back and forth and you see it um or maybe they do a post and you see it right i think it's important that we start talking about our humanity in this yeah um and not as a means to be violent Mm -hmm. not to be like well i'm human i can't you know get your pronouns right no i'm not saying that yeah i'm saying like you're gonna mess up stuff sometimes and it's important for you to acknowledge it so you can actually correct it yeah and you mess up despite your gender your positionality right it's important for me to not be saying to you well why don't you just be happy or saying to my friends like well what's going on what do you need to do you want to go to yoga do you want to go eat you want to what do you need to be happy right Mm -hmm. um because i've checked i'm noticing that that's something that i do so it's not just something to just say willy-nilly but it's something to actually you know work towards stopping or ending yeah and i think it's important to constantly be looking at yourself and be honest and and open about that humanity and it's not a conversation where something has just happened to you and now i'm like well i'm human like you don't get to throw that back at people's faces you can go back and do that work internally after you've said sorry to that person for being a dick well (laughs) a a funny thing about and i love how you connected that to anti connected those other issues to anti-blackness um and i don't know this is not on the agenda but i did want you to talk a little bit about the clean eating thing because it did kind of like i'm like oh, oh when you asked me the question i was like wait on my high horse but i'm super fat phobic so it's like and i got my own internalized fat phobia and that's absolutely positively connected to white supremacy and anti-blackness so you know and i even kind of doubted the initiative myself and i wasn't hella encouraging you to do it mm-hmm. um yeah y'all we don't agree with everything that one another do or say he really didn't vehemently disagreed it was a, it was vehement. It was, it yeah, was vehement. Yeah. So, um, if you're not familiar on Instagram, me and Sonali, the fat sex therapist, are doing a clean eating challenge. It's based off of a um, a comic or like a graphic done by this artist called Hema Corel, where the person is in the shower eating a bag of chips, and then on the side it says "Eat snacks in the shower: How to clean eat." So, or how to eat clean. Um, and Sonali does a lot of her work around fat activism and body image and body image as it connects to systems of oppression. 
And she did a presentation on this and this graphic was in it. And one night I took a shower and I ate the cookie that she gave me after she did this presentation in the shower. And people were like, you should make this a challenge. You should make this a challenge. I've never done a challenge before because it's just not how I use Instagram. Mm -hmm. But I said to Sonali, let's let's do this. Let's make it a challenge. Um, And I was as I was writing the caption, I usually run by my captions to Ebony just Mm -hmm. to, you know, see what he thinks. And there was one part in here. What was the part that tripped you up? Oh, it's this. Um, this is not a love your body campaign. This is an attempt to redirect the class's fat phobic notion that certain foods are better than others. That part. Certain foods are better than others. Yes. And then you started going <laughs> off on like, you need a disclaimer. Like, you need to tell people that, you know, kale is better than Tootsie Roll. Like, <laughs> that. T- t- Yes, essentially, or like there's the use of sugar in this country is fraught yes. for black bodies because we cultivated We've it during, about that during the slave trade, which we have talked about on here, or the fact that companies like Nestle are hella fucked up and they still benefit from the slave trade and all these different things, you know. But what I really meant was like, I don't want people thinking you saying that sugar or something junk food is better than eating what's it. That was my own stuff. Yeah. Eating like a vegetable or something like that. Yeah, and it's like, well, what if I did say that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like, what if I, I shouldn't, I, not that I should or should not do something, because mm-hmm. that's the issue with shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. But it's all of this, this is what you need for your body doesn't work. Yeah. Me telling you what's healthy is incredibly classist mm-hmm. um, and incredibly just void of any sort of thought about the different ways and the different things that bodies need. Yeah, and, and different, bo- and all bodies being different. Right. There mm-hmm. was a person that commented, that said they had they were diagnosed with an autoimmune disease and they you know it was the doctor said in the u.s told them it was impacted drastically by their diet so they tried all these diets whole 30 uh whatever else atkins all this all this stuff it didn't work they tried a japanese style diet they met with a japanese nutritionist and the japanese person was like or the japanese nutritionist was like um it's not the food that you're eating. It's the stress that you have about the food that you're eating. Yeah. And that made such a massive impact for me reading that comment yeah. because I had literally had just said that to Ebony that I stressed myself out so much after I was diagnosed with breast cancer and people were like, oh, you know, breast can, you know, cancer loves sugar. So stop eating sugar. Um, I stopped eating chicken three years ago because of being diagnosed with breast cancer. Yeah. Um, so it, it was, and I bought books, recipe books for people living with cancer and eating. And they're in, it's incredibly challenging to eat quote, quote unquote food without pesticides or food without sugar or food without mm-hmm. chemicals. It's incredibly, uh, it's impossible because most food has been touched by some form of capitalism, some form of food like raid or some food like pesticide whatever it might be there's mm-hmm. not one piece of food that hasn't been treated like trash or if it's organic or if it's free range right. it's going to be sold in a place like whole foods that encroaches upon neighborhoods and people's lands and right. you know under some guise of conscious capitalism some ruse to get people to buy more shit but just the healthy shit right so you can't say mm-hmm. you can't say oh food from whole foods is better than whole food from from the Target supermarket. Like, you still... Mm -hmm. Like, you don't get to say that to people. People are going to buy the food that they can afford. Yeah. And people will say, oh, there was somebody that was commenting on my Facebook that was like, oh, if you are... 
200 pounds, that will imply how much you've eaten. That's not true. But people believe that. People look at people's bodies and say, oh, they eat X, Y, and Z. No, you don't know what the hell they eat. You don't know their Uh family history. You don't know what. My brother is 6'2 and probably like 160, maybe 180 pounds. Like he is incredibly thin. He's been incredibly thin his entire life. My brother eats like crap. Yeah. Like, and whatever eats like crap means. Like, I still have, again, here's the humanity. I still have the same indoctrinated notions about what eating good is and what eating bad is. So eating a Tootsie Roll or eating a cookie or eating, you know, a piece of chicken, which I wouldn't, but anybody could, in the shower is a way for me to really work on my internalized crap around my body and the food that I consume rather than just eating it. Rather than just eating, I yeah. have so much conversation about it. And yeah. I have so much conversation about eating with myself. Yeah. Like today, I kid you not, I was present to going through what I've eaten. Mm. Like, oh, did I, what did I eat today? Oh, I had Cliff Bar. Okay, I had a salad. Okay, I had to, like, I was going through. And then I thought, wow, this is a thought I have on a regular basis. Yeah. And I've had it like normal. So much so that it's coming up for me at the end of the day, like clockwork. Yeah. And it's so important for me to just really dissect and decolonize the ways in which I relate to food. Yeah. As a person who's interested in black liberation because it's all connected. And I had a little human moment for myself in talking to you Mm -hmm. because though I didn't agree vehemently with what you were saying, Mm -hmm. it was because of my own shit. It was my own body image issues. And I think the thing why Bopo, like I told you, never really resonated with me and it still doesn't is that it doesn't really make space or room for black people. Mm-hmm. inside of it because no, it I didn't doesn't. grow up in a house that was body negative I didn't yeah. grow up in a house that was body positive I grew up in a house with a black mother who's like I'm a big girl I'm hella sexy woo woo but like mm-hmm. you could argue that that's body positive but it's really it just wasn't a thing it wasn't mm-hmm. the the guard the, the jargon that we used around it mm-hmm. but I still grew up with my own shit about my body yeah you know I still struggle with that yeah you know? um, yeah and that's another episode, but my, the human part I had was that, one, I could just listen to what you said and get something for myself out of what you're saying. Yeah, because you tried to come with like, oh, but what about I tried what science to roast, well, says? Yeah, yeah, I, I like, gang with the scientific and all the other, I was like, what? you know, Who shit that's been... Who is this person pe- in front of me who be slicing and dicing me when one time I wanted to quote um, Bill Clinton and you literally looked at me like I said... A, a bomb the house down. <laughs> human, human, <laughs> human. And speaking of human, we're gonna get in. So we're gonna get into the episode. We, we have real. This was a side. This, this was, was really an aside. aside. This was an aside, but I did want to ask you about that because yeah, that's something you. that. So you yeah, know. do the clean eating challenge, everybody. Um, you literally get in the tub or get in the shower or wash your face or I don't know, have a cleaning product in your hand. Maybe just be careful, don't mix it. Um, and you take a picture or you take a video of you eating while you're cleaning. Uh, while you're cleaning your body, you're cleaning your house, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, it's just a silly. And we just recently um, got some press for it with Huffington Post France, which was really cool. And it's all in French, and I don't understand what it says. They said baguette, though. But they said, no, they <clears throat> said that we invented clean eating, and I love that. <laughs> well, hey. Hey, I mean, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I don't want to take up hella time. you should do a video. I'm probably oh not. Oh my god, you should do a video, babe. I'm probably not gonna do it. Come on, on I'm Monday, not do, do your. It. Oh, that would be so cute. I'm not gonna do it, babe. You'll be so cute. I don't want to do it. Why? I just don't want to. It's not my thing. Okay, I'll keep working on you over the because there's it's no not, consent. 
No, it's just not my. Th- I mean, it's, it's it, everybody has their ways. This podcast is about change in some mm-hmm. ways, and about affecting change and the complex matrix matrices of ideas that we have about how to affect change, or and also how our way of thinking that that of changing some oppressive system is the only way and Mm -hmm. badgering people into believing or thinking that, but also just not letting people pitch you up on GAME about the ways that systems of oppression are working on you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's for my, it was for my benefit to listen, which I don't not listen. I didn't contest with what you said. You know, white people normally you get into an argument with them. It's like you attacking a whole person. Yeah. For me, it's like, I, you know, I felt seen actually, but not in a negative way. Like you putting up some mirror harshly in my face. It's just that I have my own internalized body image issues as a black masculine presenting person. I don't really feel like I have, have the space to have more conversations around my body because it's just no model for that. It's no template. And I don't want to be the one. Yeah. This is definitely another podcast because the stuff if you, that you shared was really beautiful, beautifully vulnerable. It's probably better for therapy, but if you wanted to share it on here and some condensed version, I'll share my body image issues they're yeah. really fraught but i think it's, it's really important to, to for for us to have another conversation about yeah, let's do fat it. activism yeah, and in the ways in which in the body positive movement and the erasure of black people but also the erasure of a lot of trans folks like yes people already make judgments about what we feel about our bodies yes you know oh the body yes. changed or the body is now different or, or you passing, hate it. Not or passing. Pa- yeah mm-hmm. like people already think they got it figured out mm-hmm. you know so in that way we're de- denied the, the the humanity of a nuanced sort of uh contentious relationship with our bodies because mm-hmm. we're supposed to love them top surgery no top surgery yeah. your genitals yeah, you everybody def- know where is the conversation of trans trans identities in a bopo it's just for white world. people mm-hmm. and that's just what white it is cis people white cis you know what i mean mm-hmm. and that's all good and that's all great um but before we get into the podcast we be flying we talk um, too much <clears throat> It's a podcast, Erica. Oh my people God. Talk. He feels away. Jim and I attacked because they talk too much. No, it ain't no attack. But uh, anyway, so one, we got to give a shout out to our sponsors. Sponsors, Pleasure Chest. Thank you so much for supporting us. Um, one thing I want to say about Pleasure Chest is I also posted recently about butt sex um, and talked about you can't stick anything in your butt without a flared base. Flared base meaning that it's protruding at the bottom. So nothing can, it can't pass like a hole. It wouldn't be able to pass through. It can insert into a hole, but it wouldn't go all the way through. It would stop it essentially. Um, So it's important if you're experimenting with butt play that you use your hands, um, that your own hands, you start playing with that. Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of lube and Pleasure Chest on November 7th in New York in the Upper East Side is actually having a butt sex basics with Santos from 8 to 10 p.m. And it's free. And I think Ebony and I should go, but I'm teaching on that day. God damn it. Um, I'll go. You'll go? Oh, you should totally go. But yes, definitely butt stuff is amazing. Poop lives in the rectum. It does not live in the anus. There's lots and lots of nerve endings right at the anus. Remember, the butt does not self-lubricate, so you need... What is it? Repeat after me. Say it out loud in your car, in your classroom, in your house. Lube. Yes, you did it. Yes, lots and lots and lots of lube. Enjoy. And if you are not in New York City, which I totally get, we also might not want to be here anymore. Anyway, you can check out Pleasure Chest in Chicago and L.A., and they will probably have similar events. 
Um, but this one is happening November seventh. But this, you yeah, this class is happening November seventh. But sex basics with Santos. With Santos. And I also want to thank our other sponsors, which is y'all. y'all. Thank y'all so much for the continued donation. This is a podcast. It costs money to produce a podcast. We're pretty much independent. We, as you know, you don't go on Gimlet. You don't go on Stitcher. You don't go on any of these places to access our podcast. Our podcast is completely free. Each episode is free on SoundCloud and iTunes. That costs money for us to produce it um, and to keep it going. It's a labor of love and labor nonetheless. So the fact that people really fuck with this and rock with this and get some type of benefit out of it, such that they would want to continue to pay for it or donate to it, um, really, really means a lot to us. It is just... You know, it keeps it's it keeps my spirits high. It's yeah. like a thing for me. He didn't want to do this. Well, how long we have this podcast now? Two years? No, like a, a year? year and a half. Or you didn't want to like do that. this a year and a half. I never want to do shit. And now it's your little baby. It's true, you don't, Lord Jesus. I never want to. I'm do trying shit. to get him to do a webinar. That's not true. I don't keep it's, asking. It's just it's not. I do so much. I do a lot you of do shit. So on much. A, on, I really want to just play the bass. Have y'all ever had a dream or a thing that y'all just wanted to do, and you lament the fact that your life went a different way? Like you went to college and you majored in English, and you didn't become a touring musician playing the bass. That's you just, me. That's I, real I, I life. I lament some parts of my life. I, I wish I learned the piano. I grapple. You and can had still light, learn. And, ha- and was light skin and had cornrows. Some people want it all. You want to be like Alicia Keys? <laughs> well, that's good you're talking about Alicia Keys because we're doing performative activism in both Great this segue. So, um, if you listen from beginning to end, you'll notice that I read something. And what you think... What you may think that I read was something contemporary or you might have heard some nods and the use addiction might be a little, you know, ancient in nature. But it really wasn't that long ago and it wasn't me. It's actually W.E.B. Du Bois in The Nation issue in 1956, a publication called The Nation. And that was W.E.B. Du Bois saying in 1956 why he's not going to vote. Um, so we we just going to... We're going to rock. we just going to hop right into this. Yeah. So on Halloween, a lot of you enjoyed our costumes that I, the idea mm-hmm. I sat on for about two <clears> weeks <throat> of performative activism. And some of you were triggered. Um, <laughs> we can't, we literally, there's probably a definition that exists on performative activism, but we wrote one. I didn't find it. So we, we didn't find one. it. So look, quote us if you use this in the future. The co-opting of social justice movement rhetoric or stance for personal and or economic gain while also being complicit in the very problem you're pretending you want to absolve. And the examples we gave are all things that are happening, happened, or quotes that people say. And we also asked you to come up with some other things. So we're going to read them, but we're also just going to talk about performative activism. Yeah. And some think, contemporary examples of that. That's yes. not even on this list. Yes. So I think, did you want to start talking about hate you give? Well, <laughs> one thing I read about, so my mama called me talking about, hey, have you, you know, you and Erica need to go see this movie. Uh, it's called The Hate You, the, the Give, The Hate That They Gave You. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, it's a black movie. Y'all need to go see that. It's very inspirational. Mm. I was like, mind you, my mom don't talk. Not inspira- like, my mom watched Tyler Perry movies, so... <laughs> She like, she like, you should, I should go see it. I'm like, nah, I'm good. 
And then, um, so I started to do a little bit more research because I saw like in cafes in New York, it's like white people reading this book that hate you. Yeah. And I a keep, people, I always read people book covers. I'm like, you do? Mm-mm. I'm like, <laughs> why does everybody see a lot of white people reading this book? And they yes. real into it. Um, and so I look it up and apparently the hate you give is an acronym from Tupac's Thug Life, which Tupac coined Thug Life is the hate you give little infants fucks everyone. I hate it. I love Tupac some, a little bit sometimes. What is little infants fuck? Little infants fucks everyone. I don't get That's it. That's Thug Life. That's what Thug Life spells out. T-U-H-G-L-I-F-E. The yeah. hate you give little infants fucks everyone. Why do little infants fuck anybody? No, babe. The hate you give the little infants. I don't understand a little infant. The infants. hate you give babies, the younger generation, the youth. Oh. Is oh, it's fucking them up. Yes. Oh, okay. Got it. So I don't know too <laughs> much about the movie. It was adapted from a book. All I know is that the title, the the author said that the protagonists are the title character. Uh, was supposed was actually a dark skinned person, but you know, Amanda she likes to make room for dark skinned people, so she stars ooh, in the roles because she likes ooh, to make space for them. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, this is a direct quote: what she said and um, <clears throat> about yeah, what she said in Black Panther. Black Panther. Yeah. yeah. So whatever, made a movie, made a book, adapted to a movie, and you know, start seeing people like this is the Black Lives Matter movie of the century, and you know this movie really tackled police brutality. Rotten Tomatoes and New York Times and all these publications talking about how much they love the hate you give and just lauding it for it to the conversations on social justice that is. And the motherfucking movie was produced by Disney. I learned that Patrice Colors Khan and Melina Abdullah. It's pretty much like the hate you why the hate you give is not a Black Lives Matter movie. Um, so the movie mm. was actually produced by Disney, um, and uh, the big issue with that is that Disney is a huge multinational global corporation that has contributed um, to a great deal of destruction in this world. People <laughs> want activism, school rock style. They just want yeah. it like in school piecemeal, rock. Yeah. just very mm. school. What I say? School rock. Oh, was school. <laughs> school of rock style. They just want it. They want it easy. They mm. want it to be digestible and palatable for yeah. them, but not actually take pick up a damn book and do the hard work mm-hmm. or even just listen to a book. I've listened to books as heavy as Medical Apartheid, and I have to rewind and take a minute and take a breather, and then I put that work into my work. I put what I've learned into it, but it's not, I'm not, there's not ever, I think what people need to understand, and this might be the conclusion of performative activism, but we're going to keep talking about it, Mm. is that any person, movie, piece of artwork, play, whatever it might, music, that a majority of white people like, it's not revolutionary. Yeah. I just tell you that right now. If it's gone viral, it's likely not revolutionary. Yeah. Viral in the sense of on a massive scale. That stuff doesn't move like that. People, the people that consume and have the money to consume are white people. So through that lens is what, how a lot of media it gets valued and also who says that this is valuable media. Mm-hmm. So Disney saying this is valuable media is enough to look at and say, there's no way this is valuable media. And I'm not going to go see and that. And I'm not going to see A it. A white person. So, but, but, but my question to you, Erica is so 
the white so a white person actually wrote the screenplay for the hate you give but who so, wrote the hate you give was the book was written by a, a black, black person. person people say the book is better than the movie so I'll say that. Okay. So I'm now say that the the book is likely no representative of the movie. They probably took it and made it Disney. Regardless, yes. though, what happens to the white person who's like, I'm gonna write right. the screenplay of the hate you give. I'm gonna adapt it into a movie. Yeah. And it's gonna be filled with black pain, porn, and poverty, and niggas getting shot, and you know, just like set it off. The woman. The was white who wrote set it off. Oh, the I didn't know that. For set it like where this is. It then for Amanda, the black people who are co-signing the movie and yep. the, even Issa Rae is in it and all these black actors. When do they say like, damn, a white person wrote this or Disney producing this? I see that on my check on my contract. I, What's the conversation there? Because it's either complicity or just literally blatant ignorance or willful ignorance. Yes. Where it's like, I am not going to pay attention to the fact that Disney is creating this. I just want black people to see, or I want, I've also heard the rhetoric that white people need to see this. No, they don't. White people, just like that This Is America, which was another lit part of our list of performative activism, white people don't actually need to see any more black pain. They are literally the contributors to it and also like their hands create violence. So why in God's name would they need to see more black pain? They don't actually change by seeing black pain. Hello, many of their ancestors, at least in this country and places like Brazil and most of the Caribbean, if not all of it, literally were had slaves. So they enacted pain on a regular basis most of the prisons in the united states are black and brown people do you think that they're in there happily or do you think that they're in pain by the hands of white people who own most of those prisons so you just contemporary examples white people white cis men shooting and killing people in mass in this country quite often very painful i'm assuming they get pain they yeah. get pain or they get violence. I yeah. don't know if they get pain. They get violence better than anybody I've ever known. Yeah. So I don't think they need to see that anymore. And we need to stop saying that we need to display our pain for somebody to understand it. I don't need nobody to understand my pain. Yeah. That's not it. Because yeah. even the people who claim they understand my pain, guess what they do? They create a racial justice workshop and make money off of my pain. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care. They right. want to know how they can turn it into profit. Yeah. Just like or that movie. Or also turn it into looking good. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. look what I did. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, I produced the hate you get. Turn oh, it in. look. Yeah. I want to know how much money she got or I don't know their their gender. I want to know how much money a they Mandela. got. No, no, no. The, Not the, a the author of the book. Oh, okay. How much money but they see, got. So the, the hate you give is set is just one example. Read some of the comments. I noticed that um, like we're not alone in our sentiments. Like, okay, I'm, yeah, I'm so, not tripping. So people added, so we have a list. If you haven't seen this post, people, um, we created a list of performative activism. So you can go and look at that. Yeah. And then in the comments, people came up with some really good things yeah, to read add. Some of the comments. So we hear you calling us out on racism. Come to an unpaid meditation with us so we can be defensive and not hear anything you say during your unpaid emotional labor at this meditation. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one which is really good. Sorry, sorry, wait for it. 
says slavery was a long time ago and we should be over it. Also my favorite, this is not who we are. Then proceeds to be complicit in everything that says this is who we are and always have been. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a word. Mm-hmm. Um, has a lot of real strong opinions about black folks and our use of the N word. <laughs> I love that That's one. performative, yeah. Uses collective language like us, quote unquote, and we, quote unquote, when talking about identities that they don't possess. Mm-hmm. Professors who preach about diversity in literature and its importance, but write a syllabus that only includes white writers. Mm-hmm. I see that all of the time. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I just passed one that's not performative activism. It's just a white person freaking out. I just want I want to read it just for giggles. Okay. Kind of unfair to put Patagonia, Patagonia, a, a major corporation, vest in the mix, given that they are a company that actually does a lot. The opposite of performative. They didn't know who I was for Halloween. They, but it doesn't matter. It's hilarious that you are taking up for an entire corporation. Yes. On a black person's page that have no connection to said corporation. Right. You gotta be kidding me. Thinks racism started 24 hours after 2016 election when not actually asking, when did this country get so racist? (laughs) All the time. If you want to help end racism, why are you so mean to white people? We're the only ones that can really help you. Who said that? That's what people said. That's what... Oh, that's that's performative. performative. I've never heard anything like that. What? People always say, people say that in our direction. Why are you so mean? No, that black white people are the only people who can help us. Yeah, white people, people don't like that. to help people. Nope. People say that white people can help you. We are the only people that can help you. The and you better believe, and this is the thing what I said the other day. White people have to do their own internal work. They have to do their own internal pathologizing of who they are yeah. because they do view themselves as saviors. Yeah. And that shit is rooted in white supremacy. White supremacy isn't just isn't just blatantly violent. Yeah. Isn't just shooting up a church. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's also, it looks nice. Yeah. Right? It looks like a nice white lady coming yeah. to you to help you. Yeah. I've fallen for it so many times. Yeah. I married one. Okay, calls himself an intersectional feminist, but doesn't know who Kimberly Crenshaw is, still still doesn't include black women in their feminism. Asks for the people to come together after the Pittsburgh events and calls for action while being silent about all the acts of systemic violence against black people. Mm. Thinks that because they always vote Democrat, they're doing their part. And I'll stop there. Because that will lead us in. Well, I want to also talk because I shared that the Women's March collaborated with Ben and Jerry's um, on a freaking ice cream flavor. And the ice cream container says resist. The flavor is resist. The flavor is resist. (laughs) (laughs) And if you eat it, then you are resistant anyway. Yeah, eat it. Um, Clean it. And it said, did it say voting is my superpower? No, 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 no. Yeah, so on the on the container it said resist, and then of course who was front and center was a black person because anytime we're talking about resistance or racial justice oh, or oppression, you always put us first. But otherwise, if it's just a simple rom com, um, Rebel Wilson, it's not us, right? Yeah. It's just white people. So <laughs> it, I thought that that was hilarious, and people were like, "Wait, how is putting resist?" And on and women and the women's march collaborating with Ben and Jerry's performative activism, y'all, you got to be kidding me. You you have to understand that a, capitalism is always interested in making money. Yeah. And if they think that people are interested in quote unquote activism, mm. they will put it on something. They will slap it on something so you buy it. Yeah. They do the same for breast cancer. They do the same in June for LGBTQ yeah. rights. Don't get fooled. 
and they your don't relationship. Give a freak, and you have to go and do the work. I shouldn't have to tell you that the Women's March does not care. They care about capital, and Ben and Jerry certainly does not care. <laughs> no, they've been around for a very long they time. They don't care. You can easily go and do the. Were work. they doing this in the eighties? Right, or whatever go and fuck? do your research about Ben and Jerry's, but also find out where Ben and Jerry's has does their creating of fucking ice cream. Where yeah. do they do that? What's the manufacturing plant? Right. What's the average salary for an employee? Right. Like, and I think another thing too is it like resist what? And it's resi- <laughs> not only that. Not only will people then be defending a corporation. You know, defending a corporation's politics, but then they'll humanize products yes. over people. They'll be yes. their people's relationships to Ben and Jerry. Like, oh, I used to have Ben and Jerry's as a child. Like, oh, I used to wear Patagonia as a child. Like, or, or I walked Patagonia of yesterday. Like, that's not a person, y'all. Like, right. it's people on the sleep on the streets that could sleep inside of Patagonia when it closed. Yeah, you know what I mean. But that motherfucker closes. It doesn't say let's go let the people who there's more places to house products than, than there are to house people. But then people will be so quick to defend Ooh. like what did Ben and Jerry's do? Like what's the harm? The harm what? isn't what you don't do. The harm is the things that you don't say. Ooh, you know what I mean? Word, like man. for example, Ben and Jerry's that's just been and that's just motherfucking ice cream. Adidas is doing this whole there's a whole initiative called Lean In about the wage gap between really cis they're they're when they say, I don't know your thoughts about this. So there's this thing like black women's equal pay day and Latina women's equal pay. Are they talking about like, it's binary, right? They just talking about cisgender and, women's and this pay. Is, and this is always my question. You hear Trump is going to have an attack, quote unquote attack on trans people. And you say trans people will not be erased. Mm-hmm. Right. Then lift. Is that what you're talking about? No, I'm talking. I'm finna talk about Adidas and again, Adidas and Lyft. Adidas and, and Lyft and Reebok do an initiative for Latina people. Yes. and you don't question if they're on who. What are they talking about? Are they talking about cisgender Latina people? Do you have it that there are no trans and non-binary Latina or Latinx people? Like this is where what's the wage gap you, for them? Right, but this is where you just let all of that go and it's very compartmentalized and it's very not intersectional where you talk about trans people only when they're at risk mm-hmm. right but not when you don't bring it over to hold companies and corporations to mm-hmm. account mm-hmm. for the same stuff you claim that Trump was about to erase yeah. like you it's still- <clears throat> and that's my thing and it's also like Adidas, the average retail employee at Adidas makes $18,000 a year, y'all. That is well below the poverty line in this country, what's considered. It's all arbitrary and, you know, made by white people. But whatever the poverty line is, Mm -hmm. it's more than $18,000. Yeah. Adidas and these other companies, other companies are doing something called lean in, where it's like Latina women get paid 47% less than white men so whenever you buy something on the receipt on that day november 1st which passed they put oh what if you got 47 percent less of what you bought yeah or like if you put something in your right or you put something in your shopping cart online it'll say what if you got paid what if there were 40 percent 47 percent less of the things in your cart that's literally the initiative. That is the end of it. It's not like, no, we're going to like figure out how to like, you know, increase our pay, you know, f- across the board here. We're not going to ensure that the upper management and executives have 
like Latina or Latinx people in them. It's none of that. It's literally on your receipt. It's a whole initiative, y'all, called Lean In. And on your receipt, it says 47%. They did one for black black women, which was like 38% less than white men. And I don't know if they put it on the receipt too, but it's literally like, we're trying to encourage you guys and remind you, you know, of, and bring awareness to, and start a conversation on, you know, the wage gap and how wrong this is. And we're committed to diversity because, and this is all the language that they use. And I promise you, it was a bunch of white cis men and white cis women sitting in a boardroom mm-hmm. who came up with this. Yeah. And they sat in a boardroom for four hours to come up with, to write something on a receipt. Yeah. Or it could have been Latinx people or black people or been. Asian people sitting in a room talking about we need that, but we need more diver- diverse voices and getting paid a healthy amount of money as a contractor to do that work. And they call it work. Mm-hmm. And so that's really important for you to say is that a lot of people will come to me and say, you know, I'm working at a place that has, oh, I was so surprised that X, Y, and Z you know, insert some sort of oppression or insert some sort of racism or transphobia or whatever it might be happened to me. And it happened to me at the hands of a black person or it happened to me at the hands of a Latinx person or it happened to me at the hands of an Asian person. Anti-blackness knows no race. Mm-hmm. Everybody, for the most part, mm-hmm. everybody is anti-black in some way. Yeah. So if they are being that way, it should not be a surprise to you. Just because they work at some corporation does not mean that they care. They want to keep their job, right? Yeah. And even if they are trying to undo their anti-blackness, you know about them because they are turning up in every single meeting. Yeah. They are in trouble or they are about to lose their job yeah. or they're hated at their job. We are not people that want to undo these systems of oppression are not loved in these spaces. And not welcome. So, and not welcome. So again, if you're rocking with some, somebody was, you know, somebody shared a uh, girl supply. Um, am I saying her handle? Jen, Jen Winston. I don't know if I'm saying your handle correctly, but we know you as Jen. Shared our costume. I was a like a women's march person. Mm-hmm. I had a pussy hat and um, a shirt that said the future is female and a flannel. I don't think people really caught that I had the flannel. I hope they did. Yeah, it was and, um, black. and a poster, um, <laughs> a poster board that said, um, if your feminism isn't intersectional, it's just white supremacy and said that Amy Schumer said it because y'all think that white people just discover all everything yes. and, and, and they all white people also steal these yes, quotes and then do. you think that they said it, you attribute it to them, them. Yes. Um, and put like hashtag Black Lives Matter, hashtag or All Lives Matter. Or put it on a matter. graphic on Twitter. Right, right. Or just steal it blatantly. Mm-hmm. And Ebony was D-Ray McKesson who wears a Patagonia vest to, to everything. Patagonia is their mm-hmm. sponsor. He's worn it over a, an, an like a, a suit at the Academy Awards. Yeah. Um, so it, the, it, our picture was shared and this white person wrote and was like, you know, I hear a lot of like what we shouldn't do. And I'm, you know, should we not wear a pussy hat? Should we, should we not protest? And what was wrong with what Chelsea Handler said when she said to follow black women? Like, I'm so confused. It's like you, you have activism, like it has everything to do with you. Mm. And like you don't like everything to do with you and what you're doing. So you could be forward facing and nobody will come for you. That's literally no, it. If you if you want to do this work, you gotta be ready and willing for people to come for you. Are you do you just think that people are just supposed to come for black people every time we say something out of our mouth? Yeah. No, people are gonna come for you and hold you to account for what you say. 
If you're out there protesting, if you created a whole fucking march and you call it the Women's March and people of trans and non-binary identities are not safe at said march, we're holding you to account. If you say that you're the Women's March and there's black women's marches and you don't donate to them, we're holding you to account. Yeah. Or you don't show up physically to them and make sure they're just as packed out as yours. Hello. Or you, you know, you lift up um what's her face the 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 bush that just passed what's her first name laura barbara no barbara 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 bush that just passed and was a blatant racist person like you these are things that (laughs) you will be held to account but it's also important for white people to understand that white supremacy also impacts them yeah so perhaps if you started to look at the ways in which white supremacy impacts your everyday life from capitalism to the gender binary to fat phobia to classism to racism then we probably will probably move in some sort of direction but as you continue to pathologize our bodies in the name of looking good in the name of white saviorship we're not getting nowhere yeah nowhere yeah it's just going to be a lot of poster signs that say resist and a lot of white cis women saying follow black women, which again, she should be called out and say like, what? Only black cis women, black trans women. What are you saying? But also why? But why? Why are you following us? And why now? Why now? Cheryl Sandberg, CEO of Facebook. And founder Alina. Oh, Lord. Cheryl Sandberg is a CEO of Facebook. She is a white cis woman who's all, all often said that women stop themselves from getting higher positions because wow. they are taught and socialized to be demure and to not take charge. And if women started taking charge and behaving more like men, then they would become successful like her and be the chief operating officer of a major startup like Facebook like her. Wow. Um, if you read the book that I talk about all the time by Nicole Ashcroft, The New Prophets of Capital, Sheryl Sandberg is one of the subjects along with Oprah, Bill Gates, and John Mackey of Whole Foods. She is one of those people featured in that book. It is a profound injustice that Latinas contribute so much to our economy and in return are paid less than just about everyone else. How many Latina, <laughs> let's just go what they say, Latina people work for Lyft? I want to know. I want to know. And or I'm not talking about who drive the fucking cars. Or work for Facebook. Or work for, y'all could do this homework. Mm-hmm. How many people work, how many Latina people, and this is Latina, I'm using Identified. This, I'm using this if Latina identify. I'm yeah. not saying Latinx because that's not who they said. But Latina people work for Lyft in their corporate offices and higher, you know, like higher up positions uh, who work for Reebok and who work for Adidas. And Survey Monkey. And Survey Monkey and Facebook. Mm-hmm. Lyft, Reebok, Survey Monkey, Adidas, and Facebook. Mm-hmm. How many Latina people in all of those spaces work for those companies and not like lower end positions? And it could be, they could be at places like Facebook, Reebok, and Adidas, but more, but Reebok and Adidas, they could just have Latina people on their sales floor. And so you already we know to, sales associates right. are not going to make dirt shit. And just Lyft drivers are also not going to make shit. So I want to know how many are in that corporate office actually making livable salaries. And maybe they're not livable salaries, but I want to know. We going to call Christy? Yeah. Do call y'all know Christy. Christy? I'm just putting y'all up on GM. Where should I put this? Uh, yeah, just like that. Call them. Christy! Hello, Hello. Hello. What's up, Emily? Ooh. Welcome 
Hey, what's up, fellow league? What's going on? What's going on? Harlem. Nothing. You drink water today, nigga? Shit. Yeah, right. you know I nigga have to have a little bit of H2. <laughs> oh you God. know what I'm saying? Maintain it. Christy fell for you hella bad. Was like, oh, yeah. I was like, uh-uh. Ain't no all uh, You know, sometimes you forget water. Oh no, he needs some water. Oh no. Water is oh, no. it's, it's a function of class. It's a function of class. Good night. <laughs> Good night. I can't with y'all. So y'all been talking all night. We've been talking all night. Ebony does not stop talking. You mix <laughs> He's it. Mad. He mad. He feel away. He feel away. I can't. Right, what have y'all covered? What have y'all based? All right. We about to run into this voting conversation right now. So can you just just give us just talk to us about voting. Like, and tell tell the people who you are first before you start. Okay. All right. Here it goes. All right. I'm Christy the Gallery. I'm a writer, performer, aka broke comedian. <laughs> and you know, I'm fam. I'm fam. I'm gang gang. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I want that to be my intro. You better leave that in there. It's uh, got to stand. <laughs> Well, here's what we were going to talk. Let's just put you into, inside this conversation instead of putting you on the spot. Like, how do you how do you feel about voting? So Oprah just recently and the Stacey Abrams um, trail, I think yesterday, yeah. said, you know, it's important that us as sisters, no sisters. And she was like, I'm not saying sisters. I'm saying <laughs> sisters, oh, black okay, people, okay. white people, LGBTQ people all of us that we come together and we fight in the blackest place on earth called Georgia. This is what she said. Yep. <laughs> That's what Oprah said. That's crazy. I mean, we're, right. we're perplexed. I think we're perplexed at the celebrity level of the endorsement around voting mm-hmm. and that people are, I mean, it's working on people. And I think that that is the With confusion. no specificity of which candidates, what their platforms right, are. It's just vote. It's meme after meme or oh. And video, little kid videos. It's it's all of it. Yeah. So I'm just wondering at, at what, when are we going to start getting a little bit more media literate and that all of these people are getting paid to do these conversations. Right. And, and that there's yeah. no money going into the people. It's it's so interesting because I feel like we try to get, I feel like we try to get like essentially poor people to vote. Yeah. But you're not speaking to poor people. If that's, if that's like, I feel like with like, I don't know, I feel like sometimes the agenda is, is pushed to poor people voting. But there's so much money that goes into like this performative, like, you know, these signs and like these like little banners and these, everyone's like drawing things and stuff like that and put it on Instagram and the you have these people some people who who are literally like, can't even read honestly that don't they can't even read a poll like a, like a ballot mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like not not considering people that can't read not you're not considering people that don't have access to to to, to polling stations yeah. you're just like you're just throwing this out here you're not considering like the, the millions of undocumented people in New York City alone. Mm-hmm. And, like, you're just, like, everybody vote, everybody vote. You don't understand the people that are actually terrified to vote because people have died trying to vote. Mm-hmm. Just going just going to polling station, just, like, people just outside, like, you know, trying to force people to get away from there. You got people who 
who um, are out there in front of the polling stations trying to persuade you not to go inside mm-hmm. or persuading you on, a, on, a, on who to vote for. And that can be so triggering and terrifying for people, especially black people. So it's like, like, what? And I feel like anytime I say vote, like... I'm, t- I'm talking to white people. If y'all wanna, y'all wanna do this whole thing, y'all wanna fix everything, then y'all go do it. Yeah. But don't push your agenda on me. Like, mm-hmm. don't push it. Don't push it on black people in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't. Th- I don't think we are obligated to save this country. Mm-hmm. And 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 also, I don't feel like we understand the difference because everyone's like, vote, vote, vote the change, right? We got to vote the change. I I feel like we don't understand the difference between progress and change mm. like there, there's it, progress versus change there's, there's, mm-hmm. you can't really change <laughs> like there's, there's been a progress obviously like I mean we're not slaves anymore but the system that we were slaves in still exists hello yeah so hello. it's like it's like the abolition like, of slavery policy reform yeah that's like, policy like, reform yes 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 it's been it's been reformed did we vote that so, did we vote that out or i don't think black people could actually vote oh, while okay. they were enslaved right, okay they weren't considered right, that was, that human was got, got it got it got it that was enough. so i feel like we don't understand the distribution like you know this this chain that's not that's not gonna ever occur but there's progress but it's like that progress is just like it's bullshit and i also feel like you know voting is an illusion to to make oppressed people think that there was going to be this chain that doesn't exist and and it sucks and and it's it's actually devastating mm-hmm. and when you think when you think about it back to the progress versus change thing you think about it it's like if i can i can like you know I can up my clothing. I could have the same outfit on every day and just like there's a hole in my shirt. I can put a jacket over it. That's progress. I I, I made my, my outfit mm-hmm. look better. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't change my clothes. I'm still oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Right? So like the, the, this change doesn't exist. You cannot, this the system you're trying to change or whatever you're voting to change is not, it doesn't exist. Um, the progress you're trying to reach, that's, that's great. But I mean, still, you're missing... You're missing a whole. You're missing millions of people that are never going to even see that progress. Mm-hmm. Because their progress is also a privileged thing. Uh, like mm-hmm. a lot of people don't even witness progress. That a lot of people have no idea what you're talking about. No one gave a fuck that Obama was president. <laughs> Tana Hesse <laughs> said we were eight years in power because of Obama. Oh, you know what? I was. <laughs> Drag him, please drag him. I mean, that's what. But you just said some people. Some people did care. You know what I mean? Some people yeah. cared a great deal about that. Yeah, that was a, a huge. Great, deal. A great, it, it's it's like I understand. Or you're like, well, I'm hopeless. Maybe this will work. Even if, even deep down in your heart, you're like, man, it maybe not. But like, let me just do it, right? I mm-hmm. have access to it. Let me just, I just do it. I think what I think about too is why is it that? Why is it that we have to vote? to change the system why is the system created to oppress people Mm -hmm. and now we have to vote to change it Mm -hmm. i think that's the question i have is why do i have to vote don't lynch a person why don't you just not lynch a person just not lynch somebody yeah like why don't you just not do that it's just not a good thing to do i think Mm -hmm. that's where i get caught up it's like you are honestly i have to get a majority vote in order for you not to be an asshole. Yeah. Otherwise, you get to just be an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't it's, it's, get that. It's, it's mind-boggling. And the money that goes into it, too. The money is obscene. Money. There's 
there's so, there's so many people that need money, and y'all like they put millions and millions into like Cynthia Nixon. You know how rich that woman is after she didn't win it. She got so much money. Wow. Yeah. She is so like I was in a room with her and I was just shocked by the amount of rich people around her. I'm like, yo, you are paid. Did she give it back? Are, she lost. Did she give paid. it back? She lost. She didn't give that shit back. She on a vacation somewhere. She. Wow. <laughs> she probably on vacation. Like it's amazing how much money. And we, we don't think about that. I don't think we think. I don't think people are thinking about that, or they certainly don't care. I certainly don't even know. I don't. I. I, I don't understand why it would even cost money, mm-hmm. other than to go yeah. on like a. I guess to to lob like to go on the trail. Well, you make to the travel. little the commercials. You know, you what make I mean? the com- But it's like mm-hmm. I, I don't even think people think that people are giving them money to run. Yeah. Yeah. What do they think they're giving money to? I don't think no, that they're giving money at all. I think that they I just think that they're out here grassroots organizing to actually become yeah. whatever it is. Mayor, right. governor, so on and so forth. Right. Yeah. Because I don't think people really grasp that there's yeah. money involved in this. Yeah. Even yeah. to yeah. even the even the famous people who are like, vote, they're also getting paid. Right. <laughs> or they're having some interest protected. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah, and also the people like talking about this is what kills me. I see these panels and the people that are talking about voting are like the the people on the panel room like Gucci and designer like dresses and like there's no one that looks like real people on the panel that yeah. are, that are actually that would actually be affected by any kind of policy change, any kind of pol any anything that whoever you're voting for, like <laughs> the people that would be affected by it should be on the panel, like. What are you talking about, rich white lady? With the power fist and the liberal this and like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Yeah. Why are you on the panel right now? Any any person in office right now is not going to affect you. Right. Right. So like, even it's just it's just this, regardless this of who of it is. is yeah. <laughs> yeah. Such, any 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 person that's in office, whether they're Democrat or Republican, will always affect Black and Brown people before anybody else. You need any, to tweet any, that. Any, that's a word. Yeah. You need and to tweet so that. I, I can't remember that. I don't even. It's like, recording. I don't, I don't, no, that's not. We recorded. We recorded. Uh, nope. And I think there's a lot of um, emphasis on people voting, and that detracts or proselytizing about voting or guilt tripping people into voting, and not enough proliferation of information about a uh, candidate's platform. Yeah. It's yeah. like common dumbass. He's one of the oh lord, just the dumbest people I've ever seen in my life. He'll, he he tweeted something like, oh, if voting wasn't important, why are they trying so hard to stop you from doing it? Oh, and that's an actual 140... That's a, that's, that's a tweet. That's something he thought to tweet. Like, it was noteworthy or newsworthy. Who is his manager? Thomas Dodd. So this is my thing. But then you'll be on Microsoft commercial. You're not lobbying for Microsoft or for Bill Gates to like... Yeah distribute their welfare to talk about the, the unequal distribution of welfare the, dis- the disproportionate amount of wealth that they have yeah. you're not doing that you're on the fucking microsoft commercial talking about we got the world at our fingertips or let's just vote the black woman in and like the the state representative in vermont we're just gonna make it so hard mm-hmm. for her that she leaves and if y'all don't know about quits. that that person's name is kaya morris and she resigned because of death threats and harassment that she received as a state representative for Vermont, Bernie Land. So it was so incredibly racist that the person who was voted in and spent all her hard work, her time, and her energy to affect change, as you say, and to get out the white supremacy via electoral politics, 
was able to, you know, not do that because it was so right. racist. So well, all the people that voted for her, what did y'all do? Yeah, so what yeah. do you do? You vote these people in and it's the same system. Like you said, it's the same clothes. It's just a jacket over it. You know? Yeah. Like, they're not, they're a windbreaker. Again, and we... And, <laughs> We're, we're again. People are voting to cover. It, it, it's 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 to make themselves comfortable too. Like you yeah. want to yes. be back in this like you want to be back in this comfortable again. This Obama era, right? As Tanahashi said that you want to be back in the eight years of power, right? Yeah. You want you want to be back in this like this this comfortable thing where you're not seeing um you know you're not seeing people be deported when I have family members that put it under Obama. Yeah. yeah. This this is not this is not a like this is nothing to do with with politics. This is a system. This is yes. this is white supremacy. This is a system. You can't politicians can't can erase what's what's going to happen to 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 black yeah. people. So, you want eight so, years of power tied to yeah. you know the genocide happening to Palestinians and Israel under Obama. Exactly. That happened. That was a part of his eight years in power. Right, I think it was dropping bombs on people, but whatever. I'm just drone <laughs> okay. strikes popularized during Obama's administration. But he's black, and it's all good. He sings Al Green, it's look cute. Mm-hmm. Admit that he's your favorite skin. corrupt president. That's okay. Like, admit he's your favorite corrupt president. But you gotta admit the corrupt part. No one right. wants to say that. Uh, well, the office is corrupt. That's the thing. The office is corrupt. Right. The office you is could corrupt. put you Jesus in there. Right. You can't just go in there. That's what I'm. We were just saying this before you got on the phone, Christy. Is that we keep putting black people or people of color in these positions at these corporations and we're like oh my god representation and then we expect that black person or that person of color to still be here for black people that is no way to survive any nonprofit, any major corporation you can't even survive cvs standing for black people (laughs) as a black person you still have to abide by watching black people when they go into cbs by following them by reporting oh did they steal something you weren't watching them trust me you can't do it it's everywhere oh erica you're being cynical so just because you got a black president doesn't mean Mm -hmm. that he wasn't doing some shicey ass shit like you said it's the system and i think that's the same thing with like all these there was one politician i can't remember her name she was like in the recent New York City election, and she, everyone was like, "You gotta vote for her. You gotta vote for her." And my cousin was like, "No, nah, she like is mad homophobic, transphobic. She was like yeah. a hot mess. She was like, I'm supposed to just do it because she black? Like, what you like? Yeah. Like, I, it was like this thing. I'm like, it, it was just, it's funny because like this. Once you get into that that poli- politician world, and you get into that, you're it just you gotta you gotta conform. You have to tap dance a little bit. You, it's not gonna. <laughs> It's not gonna be like, yeah, this is what we need. This is what we need. We're now we're gonna be all good. Yeah. yeah. Like, we got this we got this reputation, not everybody's good. When like who's everybody? You talking about yourself? Right. There's like there's there's a whole bunch of there's a whole bunch of other black people around here. And again, that's privilege. I think we have to like we don't I don't think we don't look through privilege within the black community as well. We don't talk about that enough. Yeah, but, that's what we were talking um, about before we started this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we don't talk about like Ta like eight eight years of power, that was for you. <laughs> yeah. That was what you had. Um, and I, I think yeah, we don't we don't we don't think about that shit. It's it's wild out here, but I don't know. Word. I don't know y'all. There's You're a the lot. Of, there's a lot of conspiracies, illusions, uh, a whole bunch of a whole bunch of bullshit around around voting. It, it really, I really do believe it. It's illusion to to make us think that there's going to be this change that's going to happen when it. That's just not or that case. we can have the change the way we want it. Like Erica always says, I, what did you say? I think people want so badly 
a solution that doesn't uproot the entire structure and that's oh some real gosh, nigga yes. shit i think people really just want it their way mm-hmm. i think they people would care. rather not rock the boat but look like mm-hmm. they did mm-hmm. yeah you know what you i mean want it, you, you want it your way you again you, you want it to fit you want it to look the way you want it to look you, you want it to be comfortable for you you want this to work for you you want it to work for you you know, it, it, nothing's gonna change. It makes you feel better. Yeah, that's and, real. And, and, yeah, and, the sticker, and, the sticker and, on yeah, Tuesday. It, it's the sticker. You're gonna post it. It's gonna make you feel better. And you know, when there are people that are really hopeless and just like, what do I do? What do I do? There are people that are really hopeless. Like, is this gonna work for me? Like, is this gonna work for my family? What, what do I do? Well, people who are stuck and just like, I don't know what to do. I've been battling with this system forever. Yeah, you know, this country's taking everything from me. What do I do? So. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm not going to give you any money, but please vote. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I know I see you suffering, but please vote. Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to change. It's going to make you better. It's going to make your family. Like, this is going to individually affect everybody. Yeah. yeah. And then when we get our Democrats in our seats, because that's all we care about, when we get our Democrats in our seats, we're going to be back to our comfort, and everything's going to be fine, and we're going to ignore millions of people that... It, it nothing like nothing came out of this for them. Yeah. Yep. And we'll be subjugated by Democrats. Thanks, Christy. Yes. Yeah. All right, love. Buzz kill. Christy, All tell them. them where they can find you. Um, Instagram yeah. at I is Christy, and I'm on Twitter that same username. Holla at your girl. Holla. We'll have all that information Holla. for you in the, the description of the episode. We love you. Thank you for, t- for thank you for calling in, Christy. I mean, listen, listen, I got you on speed dial, you know, family. <laughs> I, I can't wait to listen to this. All right, guys, You're the best. You. Bye. Love Bye. you. Bye. Bye. People are not talking about the fact that Franklin D. Roosevelt, during the New Deal, what people love Franklin D. Roosevelt, mm-hmm. fucking Roosevelt Park, big ass bust statue at his nigga head. Like, people <laughs> love Franklin D. Roosevelt, was a Democrat. Franklin D. Roosevelt is the only one of the only presidents who did four fucking terms. He was a president forever, damn near. You know, even though people didn't want that, he became, it's a law. It's in the Constitution. You can only be president for two terms. And he was president for how long? Four. Whoa. So, I did not know that. Yes, Franklin D. Roosevelt. Not only that, Franklin D. Roosevelt is a Democrat. Fucking Franklin D. Roosevelt was responsible for the creation of housing projects that were actually only meant for white people. Housing projects were originally designed for white people and not no motherfucking white people living up to this day. None. Zero. And nobody's asking no. why, where did they go if it was meant for them? Not only that, Franklin D. Roosevelt was a Democrat and oversaw the internment camps against Japanese people in this country. They locked Japanese people up in this fucking country, in cages, in camps, in camps under Franklin D. Roosevelt. And this is a Democrat. This is a person that say, oh, he, he had new the New Deal plan. It was so, and when you're in high school, you learned about the New Deal. It was so progressive. It was so great. Like, we really love the New Deal. And Franklin D. Roosevelt was a consummate racist. Mm-hmm. I think people are saying voting is. I'm sitting here thinking of all mm-hmm. the videos and all the black and white and mm-hmm. Latinx and Asian celebrities Coming together, catch my catch my drift, mm, catch my drift. Mm-hmm. Coming together to talk about voting. This seems like you are trying to, in the same ways that you say we need to come together to end racism. You're saying that we need to come together and vote. Yeah. 
It's the same. You, you're trying same. to do the same. You're trying to put it's us all the on the same playing field, and we're not. It's the same. You going to the ballot box is not the same as me going to the ballot box. Yeah. It's just not. Yeah. Like, it just isn't. Like, Chelsea Handler going on the Ellen DeGeneres show saying, you know, black women vote in their interest all the time. It's like, what? Who cares? Yeah. What, you're saying that for what? Yeah. People don't. Are you saying that so you can, so white women can start voting in their interest? Guess what? They vote in their interest. Right. And 53% of them voted for Trump. That's yeah. within their interest. Yeah. But it's like a hyper focus around voting and not a focus of what after you vote. The work is not over mm-hmm. after you vote. And like you say is that, you know, people have it that voting is your only civil duty. Yeah. No, you can still also intervene mm-hmm. when somebody's being a racist at your job, mm-hmm. which is all the time, most likely. Yeah. Like, you don't say nothing there. Who cares if you just voted? Yeah. And like, um, Lord, Ash- Lord Ashley says, like, why? You, you just voted. Okay, great. Now donate to trans organizations. You, great job. You know what I mean? Like there's You just voted, but if it's your civic duty, why is civic there duty. so much No, but yeah, you should why, have corrected but why you. is No, no. But no, I'm not it's correcting civil. you. No, it's it doesn't matter civil too. Oh, okay. If it's your civic as a civilian, it's a citizen. Yeah. If it's your civic or civil or whatever the fuck duty, then why is there so much oh I'm so proud I vote? Like why is there I, this identity with having voting? Why is it now a badge of honor or something to be proud of? Nigga, you don't get you know cookies. Yeah. You don't get no cookies for doing something you claim you we should all be doing. Yes. You don't get to, to say that I'm just going to vote mm-hmm. and I get I get to wear a sticker and I'm somehow better than other people. But there is something marked about the response to voting or the, the support for voting that's void in conversations about racial and social justice. Woo, that's not there. there. It's not a lot of people talking there. about, Where the oh, gentrification. There's a campaign for Truth. people. So where's the campaign about the fact that housing rights and housing discrimination is happening to black and brown people, especially black poor I'm people, you, on an unconstitutional level? I'm telling you, this is a veiled attempt to come. everybody come together because where is everybody... Where is the drive to end police brutality? Where is the drive to end black maternal death? Where is the drive to end black people dying of breast cancer at higher rates? Where is the where? Where's the where's shaming? The, where's the drive to end prisons? None of these none of these candidates are out to prison abolition. Not one. So what? Tell me yeah. what what you got to be kidding me right now? But nobody. But not even it's not just the candidates. It's the people. Nobody's shaming you mm-hmm. know white people for gentrifying neighborhoods nobody's like oh if you old enough to dress up for halloween and you old enough to not move to historically (laughs) black or latino neighborhood like nobody's fucking saying or doing that nobody's saying or doing that no there's no celebrity that's like hey gentrification is wrong or hey like i noticed jeff bezos that you gave two billion dollars like that's only point point zero 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 fraction of your wealth like so that's the gap for me and and i want to make it crystal clear that i don't give a fuck if y'all vote or not mm-hmm. i am like w.e.b du bois it will not make a difference for me it has not made a difference for me fanny lou hamer was voting getting you know getting beat john lewis was getting beat for our right to continue to be getting beat today yeah so, you know what I mean? For our rights to participate in a system that is not designed for our benefit. And that's the thing you always talk about. It is all intentional. This book is saying there is this segregation in this country is the jure. 
It's not de facto. The courts have mandated it. The government in this country decided that black people were trash and they were going to keep it that way and it was going to look hella different and there were going to be a whole bunch of relics of slavery implemented via policy reform in order to keep shit the same. Mm -hmm. And they used the Constitution to do it and they're breaking the Constitution now. They use the Constitution to subjugate black people and they're breaking the laws of the Constitution that are supposed to protect us. But y'all want me to vote Democrat so that the Republicans don't get a majority house or that we can have a Democratic president so that we can then have a Democratic nominee. And oh, it's so important that, you know, we that that um, the bitch ass nigga Kavanaugh doesn't get voted in because that means we're going to have years and years of like anti-trans and anti-black policy like we don't already have it. Like Ruth right Bader, Bader Ginsburg hasn't been on that motherfucker just crystallizing and white people talking about, I love her. You know, we want to put her in a cryogenic state. We want to make sure she stays alive. She's all we have. Ruth Bader Ginsburg ain't did shit about the under the lack of constitutionality of gentrification. She hasn't said one motherfucking thing about it. You keep yes, yes. What? No, I'm just gonna say about anything. Yes, about anything. Yeah, anything. And she's up there. Yeah, I mean, just the the amount of uh, gun violence in this country. She's she done ain't never said. Oh, and literally, you know, there's a shooting every single day at this point. And what is she doing? <laughs> but she, I guess I'm supposed to vote. If I vote, does that mean the gun violence is gonna change? Yeah. Y'all gotta be kidding me. <laughs> oh, vote for a candidate. You know who's who's for gun control. <laughs> That's not gonna change anything. <laughs> but what if we're just being cynical? <laughs> Maybe we're just being cynical. But we're getting off of this. It's one forty-seven. We're getting off of this. You made an excellent point. We are ending now. Maybe we are just being cynical. I think we're making a hell of sense. Somebody could try it. The whole point of this is to drive home that y'all are weaponizing voting. Mm-hmm. And, and you're weaponizing voting and it's performative and it's a way to uh, center yourselves mm-hmm. and Sean also King to, and all the rest of these like, to have a literally like be a walking sticker head. Yeah. Like that's all you care about. It's just back to that white woman who was messaging the other um, white person like, well, what are we supposed to do? You know, it, what if we're always told what we shouldn't do? Like, just stop doing the same shit you've been doing for centuries. Stop yeah. subjugating black people in every single way. You don't make this much noise about black people being murdered on a regular basis, whether it's at a hospital or in the street. You don't make this much noise about anything. And now we're supposed to pay attention and vote. I'm supposed to listen to Oprah. Oprah is a Oprah will be listen. solid whether I vote or not. Last point I'm gonna make. You know. A lot of people talk about, oh, well, black people, you know, we need a seat at the table and voting is going to be our seat at the table. It's this way that we get to some table. I don't know where the table is or who's at the fucking table or what <laughs> is it glass? table is, is it, it glass? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> there's a seat apparently at it and it's not for us and we need to try to like make sure that we get, get there. Even though the door is locked and closed, it's a white only on the door. <laughs> now there's a seat at the table and we want to go to it. But see, that's the thing. I, I just had to, the gag is it's not a table. It's a chessboard. So Sean King and D-Ray and all the rest of y'all and all just anybody who is like, vote, vote, vote. We're going to vote out white supremacy and all this dumb that's shit. That's not real. It yeah. ain't, it's not real. You can't real. vote out white there supremacy. Is, y'all are sitting here talking about y'all got a seat at the table. It ain't no fucking table. It's a chessboard. And y'all sitting up here keying when you need to be playing a game. And you're getting played. It's a game. You're not making no moves on behalf of nobody else but yourself. Mm-hmm. You're not even sitting there seeing what, how you are being used. Mm-hmm. 
And you want to shove voting down black people's throats Mm -hmm. so that you can stay afloat. This quote is misused oftentimes, but I think it's accurate here as we end. The master's tools will never dismantle the master's house. Audre Lorde. Peace and love, y'all. Do what you want. Hi, this is candidate Erica Hart, and I am asking that you vote for me. I am definitely going to make sure that you can shop at places like Target and ASOS for free on Wednesdays because we all need that outlet. And I'm also going to ensure that, you know, you can get to hot yoga without using an Uber, without driving. You could just kind of get there pretty easily um, and practice and you don't have to wear clothes you get to be free of clothes because you know how us ladies you know us ladies we you know it's a lot to be strapped into the bra so we're gonna take it off and we're just gonna practice so if you vote for me that's what I promise you okay okay New York that's what I promise you I know there's a huge issue with food deserts and the criminalization of of drugs but We need hot yoga and we need to support these studios because they are actually going to foresee that we are healthy and that we are free from things like cancer. You know, the United States right now is a cancer. And when we go into hot yoga, we're going to actually get free of that. So I'm asking that you vote and you stand with me, Erica Hart. And this message has been endorsed by Erica Hart and that you do not vote for Ebony Donnelly because he's not even from New York and his butt is big. 